Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Hi, uh, welcome to... Uh, Voice America Influencers, we are so excited to be here. You know, there are so many problems plaguing our nation and our world. And one of them is that people aren't happy, that there's something inside them that feels a little off. And this is why so many people are taking um, medications and mood alterers and uh, antidepressants and there's suicide and there's all these terrible things. And it doesn't really have to be that way. Um, But why is it that way? Could it be that our behavior is out of sync with our values, that we consider ourselves good people, and yet somehow our actions are not in tune with that goodness? Could it be that we are killing every day, day in and day out, and co-signing torture? day in and day out. And then on some level, we know that we are doing that. And we know that we do not get a pass on that. So that's making us depressed. Now there's an alternative. The alternative is to stop killing, stop torturing. And there's no need to do it. Okay, there's no need for us to go through life killing. Life is not a zero sum game. We are a primitive species. And the next big step in evolution is for us to, for us to wake up, wake up and realize we don't have to kill to survive. Joining us today is one of my most amazing activist uh, collaborators here on Jane Unchained, and that is Danny Rukin. Danny, um, you and I, along with more than 6,000 other people, were at the Animal Rights Conference. This just ended last night. It was an extraordinary conference. And again, more than 7,000 animal activists and vegans attended. We had three days of fabulous food with absolutely no dead animals, no tortured animals, no byproducts. We drank coffee, but we had soy milk or almond milk or rice milk or hemp milk or cashew milk. Our water was vegan. Our water was vegan. Everything was vegan. And we had a great time. We had music. We had dancing. We had laughter. We had um, creativity. We had speeches. There is no need to kill or torture to survive. If you take away one thing as you leave, as you drive, as you proceed with your day, you life is not a zero-sum game. You do not need to kill or torture anyone. And I say anyone because this is a somebody. This is not a thing. And the cows and the pigs and the chickens and the turkeys and the lambs and the goats who, who, who are being tortured are not things. They are individuals who have a right to their own lives. So, Danny Rukin, you were at the conference. <laughs> Tell us, how did you enjoy it? I loved it. It's everything, everything that you said. It was, um, there is something incredible to be around everybody who's there to be a change for, it's not just for animals, it's for humanity. And, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to see 
this sweet little boy suffer, then you likely don't want to see any other being, a duck, a chicken, a cow, a pig, a lamb, suffer either. And uh, it's just really exciting to be there with people who not only don't eat animals, but they're also, um, they'll do anything to make sure that others, uh, you know, change their ways as well. And if you see me looking down for a second, it's because I'm sharing this Facebook post with other people. And I urge you to do the same because we need to share this. There are too many people on this planet for us to talk to individuals one-on-one. There's 7.6 billion people. So I could talk for five seconds to every human being and my life would end before I got halfway through. We need to use social media to spread the word about this joyous way of living that is healthier for us, healthier for the planet, um, certainly doesn't involve torturing animals. And if you were at the conference, because I know more than 6,000 people were, I invite you to call in, call in to our call-in number, 866-472-5795. And, you know, uh, let us know what your favorite moment was. Let us know. We've got a caller, Jasmine from Alaska. Your question or thought, Jasmine. Hi. Um, well, I have a few thoughts to share. Um, Hi, one of the most inspirational moments for me was when I listened to your talk, James. Oh. And I just really... I feel like now is the time. I'm so, so genuinely, wonderfully inspired. And I learned so much from the conference, and I really feel like we're all learning from each other, and this is what we needed to sort of set our year on the right track with getting connected with each other and with collaborating. And that's how we're going to reach our vegan world. That's how we're going to reach our mutual goal is with everyone using their individual talents and skills. Absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, Jasmine, uh, thank you. And you were there. You were a wonderful presence. And I'm so glad that you were there. And, um, uh, you know, you're right. Danny, we need this sense of community. We can't just be walking around like we're the only ones who understand that we don't have to torture and kill to survive and feeling alone. When I was in that room in the gala, with more than 6,000 other people all told at the conference, but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, leaders of the community, uh, people have written tons of books, done documentaries, and we'll get to the documentaries in a second. I felt strong. I felt empowered. I felt like that neighbor or that relative who refuses to, or that friend uh, who refuses to listen to me, who closes their eyes, who won't hear and won't see and won't feel the suffering that they are needlessly inflicting on other animals, uh, I, I don't feel that they're weighing me down when I'm in that room with all those people who are of like mind. Couldn't have said it better. There's nothing like it. If you, if you yeah. care about uh, justice and if you care about that we all are treated with respect and, and, um, and with compassion, then Get out there and be their voice. Last night we were at the pig yeah. vigil and there were like between 400 and 500 people outside of a slaughterhouse bearing witness to the suffering of the pigs as they were coming in to the slaughterhouse. They'd come in like full, these triple decker trucks, and then they'd leave empty. And it's so, so painful. But the idea is when any time there is suffering or injustice, it's don't look away. 
the, 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 the measure of our humanity is when we come closer to the pain and we allow ourselves to just get present and be with the pain because their pain is our pain and our pain is theirs. There's no difference. And if, and you have to think about what would you want others to do for you if you were in their place, you know, connect with your empathy. And so come closer bear witness to their suffering, bear witness to what's happening, be with other people who are also feeling what, you know, you're feeling and then help them do something about it. And there's so much that can be done. Yeah. So tell me, what was your favorite moment of the conference? Well, I'm fresh off of last night, which was the bearing witness. So that's, that was um, what, what was so amazing about it is that we're, there were hundreds of us. Mm -hmm. Look at this little boo-boo. If you did do a dog, uh, a dog like Rico here, what they do consistently institutionalize sadism and torture to these pigs or these cows or these chickens, you would be charged with animal cruelty and you'd be put in jail. And there is a past. The whole society is saying, well, you can call yourself an animal lover. You can call yourself a compassionate person and still go and put your money down on torture. And that doesn't count. Well, we are saying it does count. And you do not get a pass and you will be held accountable. Oh, look, I just gave him a little squeeze and he cried. And people are probably at home going, oh, poor thing. Well, what about the tails that are cut off without anesthesia, the castration without anesthesia, the branding, the the hideous, hideous um, rides to the slaughter without food or water in their own feces? What about that? And not only what you're saying, Jane, would it be a crime if we, if we were doing this to dogs, it would not only be a crime, but if we tried to save any of these beings, we would be, we would be persecuted. We would be arrested. It would be a crime for us to save them from being abused. Well, you, in fact, experienced that. Uh, Danny is one of our uh, Jane Unchained contributors, and Danny was called to a breaking news story, which was a chicken truck that overturned with 5,000 approximately chickens, and they were mangled, they were dying. You had live video on Jane Unchained of one chicken taking her last breaths, one hen, uh, and they wouldn't let any of the animal activists who raced to the scene rescue any of the chickens. Tell us the story, and thanks for speaking up. Yeah. Um, Tell us the story of this one, one woman who tried to rescue the chickens. Yeah, so we get a call that a, ch- a truck overturned. It had five to 6,000 chickens on it. The driver made an illegal U-turn. He'll be cited. That's it. He'll be cited. And the news, the mainstream news kept saying, thankfully, the driver wasn't injured. So when we got to the scene... Of course, was, they never mentioned that yeah. thousands of chickens were injured. Not at all. hundreds, however many. The, the idea, mainstream media does not mention anything involving animals, whether it's a wildfire, an explosion. The idea that the animals died or injured... It's almost like verboten. You can't mention that. Oh, my God. Imagine. I remember when I was a local news reporter, I was covering wildlife, uh, wildfires, and I'd say something about the wildlife. People were like, why are you talking about that? Get back to the people in the homes destroyed. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? They're, they're feeling beings. They're being destroyed, too. But you cannot. The local news will not even mention that these chickens, it's like they're supposed to be considered things. God forbid that we acknowledge that they have feelings. That might actually make us look in the mirror and say, oh my God, I'm contributing to their torture. 
continue on. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, I love it. It's I, I couldn't agree more. And that's the other thing is the mainstream news kept focusing on the track it, traffic at that intersection was disrupted and they're hoping to clean up the debris. That's their words. They call it clean up the debris. And, you know, we don't blame the workers. You know, if you, you have to see this footage, the truck overturned, you see the workers, they're just called to a job and we don't blame the workers. They're just trying to clean the debris and do what they're told. And the officers there. So what happened was we saw activists saw a chicken running up the hill and there's so many chickens. They're worthless to these people. And there was even a truck to get the barely alive chicken onto a new truck to send them to slaughter. So when an activist saw a chicken that was running away from the scene, uh, she had the heart to take that chicken and rescue her and hold her in her arms. But instead of being supported and, uh, and included in order to, for her to take the chicken to a sanctuary, there were many, many sanctuaries who were willing to take dozens of chickens, ready, willing, and able to, to assess them, to give them medical care, and to give them a life of happiness and dignity and freedom and peace. But instead of that, the troopers were just doing their job and trying to get her to give the chicken back. Uh, she, they said, in fact, quote, Give the property back. They wouldn't even say the chicken. It was like, give the property back. So this is the fundamental problem is that these beings who have so much in common with us, they have hearts, they have eyes, they have friendships. Yeah, they have friendships, they have families. They are considered property. And when they are just considered property, that's when the 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 um the sadism is allowed and institutionalized sadism cultural sadism because we are all told well they don't count they don't count and you know that's happened to other um beings including human beings in in history we all know the examples we don't need to go there but it's when we are told the suffering of another sentient being human or animal doesn't count that's when evil enters the picture. And when one group is in power, gets to determine those who are more vulnerable, who gets to have what kind of life underneath them, that's, there's something wrong with that society. It's immoral. And look at this, like Jane's saying, you know, they, they have snouts and beaks and we have noses. They have fur. We have skin. They have scales. They have feathers. You know, they have paws. We have hands. They have hooves. I mean, it's just there's no difference in all. They are equal in all the ways that matter. They absolutely are. So tell us about the vigil last night, because I know if Danny's a little hoarse, she was up till probably 2.33 in the morning because she went to a vigil from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. here in Los 2 Angeles, 2 a.m. Um, now, we've got a caller for Sarah Siegel from Atlanta. You were at the conference, Sarah Siegel. Tell us, tell us your thoughts about the conference and your favorite moments. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Good morning, ladies. Well, as you know, I am amazed of all the people that came to the conference. I lost my voice completely, so you must know I had an amazing time. And I thought the speakers were incredible. I thought the collaboration was amazing and overall I mean the food was oh, vegan food. The food was extraordinary oh my god oh my god the vegan food I mean I mean I, I mean people were like when people say what do you eat as a vegan I say I eat everything you eat just without the cruelty yeah, you are absolutely right. There was a company called Leica, L-I-K-A, 
which makes a product that is like a meat, but it's not meat. And you would not know the difference. They make uh, ribs. They make chicken. They make um, pulled pork sliders. Pulled pork sliders. And all The main point to me, that's like a revolutionary. There's like five revolutionary ideas that we need to share with everyone. That's a problem. It's hard to it's hard to hear you guys. So we're we're gonna say goodbye to you for now. But thank you, Sarah, for calling. Listen, the food was amazing. Leica is in Whole Foods, and it's in the hot plate section, and it's it's just going like crazy because you know what part of it is that it's not really since it's not in a package, it's just there in the hot food section. People don't have to think, oh, is it vegan? Is it not vegan? They see something that looks appetizing, they put it on their plate and they eat it. Um, we've got Paige from Westlake Village. Paige, you are a Jane Unchained contributor. You were a big part of the conference. Speak up and tell us what your favorite moments were. Hi, Paige. There, hey, it is just, I am, uh, wow, flabbergasted and beyond words, uh, without words. Let me just say, one thing that just stands out is the screening of the film Dominion. I have to say that film, I never saw the film Earthlings, but those of you that have seen the film Earthlings and kudos to you, I did not feel the strength to see it. I did bring my strength to see Dominion and I will say it is rough and amazing, meaning it, it you really feel the energy of the animals. Um, I'm really grateful that I did see it because I feel like it's the kind of film that is going to be a game changer in a way that the film game changer will be, uh, in a different way. It's given me motivation and, uh, and drive to go out there and share with people what is actually happening with animal farming, the reality, the d- abuse that is going on. So for me and Jane, when you share about liquid meat being the dairy industry is the same as people say, I want to continue to eat my cheese. And I, I feel I have new fuel to say, have you ever considered that that is actually liquid meat and say something as bold as that. So I feel emboldened, if that's the word, I feel inspired, motivated, and uh, you know, fresh from the experience. And I also Dominion. want to say thank you, Paige. Last night at the vigil, uh, Chris uh, Del Force, who is the director, the producer, the, the filmmaker of Dominion, I was able to interview him. You should check all those videos out from last night. Those are on JaneUnchained.com. Well, Jane Unchained Facebook page, and then we're going to be putting them on our newly rebranded webpage, JaneUnchained.com today. That's uh, on my to-do list. We're going to take all of the videos from the conference that are on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell. You have a lot of the speakers. We have a lot of the gala. We have Chris Delforce, the uh, writer, producer, director of Dominion. Um, we have all of that content that is also going to go on our website. But check it out on Facebook and share it. Hit share. You know, when I spoke uh, in one of the panels on social media, I said, okay, so we have 100 people in the room. If everybody, let's say, went live on their own pages and only got a measly 100 people to watch their video, that's 10,000 people. That's 10,000 people. And so what we, what, and the good thing about those 10,000 people is those are different people, different people than the people we reach on Jane Unchained. Remember, people, there's 7.6 billion people on the planet. We're all going to have to kick it up and use social media to get the word out and get a little more forceful. 
You know, they didn't, uh, for example, end slavery by asking oh so very nicely, can you please stop uh, enslaving people and uh, torturing them? Uh, you know, there was something called the Underground Railroad. And people in the North uh, risked their lives, their careers, their families to provide shelter. They went above and beyond. And then there were the heroes like Harriet Tubman, who escaped from enslavement and went back over and over again to rescue other people. Now, in order to um, change, we, we have to go into the discomfort zone. So if you are an activist and you um, attended the conference or not, just, just realize that your discomfort in going to the discomfort zone to confront people in a nonviolent way, but to show them what is happening, to yell fire, okay? Because our planet is, is collapsing from animal agriculture. In eight years, we will have no wildlife vertebrates, no wild animals with bones left because of animal agriculture. We have to go into the discomfort zone and get louder and get and get more effective and reach more people. Go yeah. ahead. And also that some of the most beautiful, there's um, different farm animal sanctuaries were there and there's talks ranging and just workshops on everything from, from, you know, you know, the suffering to what action, what you can do and also the sanctuaries and all the loving animals, what happens to the animals when they do get rescued it was such a powerful experience. And there was tables of all kinds. I actually spent some time with, you might know the name, it's Anne uh, Deloosh of the, um, the vegan, they're the original vegan society. Somebody can correct me with the exact name. But um, she was born vegan and she's, she's 48 years old. I swear to God, she looked like 22. <laughs> and um, it was incredible. And she was, because her parents were big, you know, uh, initiators of the vegan movement. They were some of the catalysts. And she continues on the journey. And when I get the name, we'll put it in the comments. But talking to her and the whole lineage, they're all vegan, her children, the grandchildren. And they're just, they write cookbooks. And it was so amazing to see the history of that right there in that room along with all the new people who are coming on board and getting involved with the future is vegan and the future is now. We're live on Internet Radio Voice America Influencers Channel. We're also simulcasting live on Facebook. We're going to take a brief break from the radio portion, but we're going to remain on Facebook Live during the commercial break and then come back to talk about how Jane Unchained debuted a uh, brand new music video that we're going to be posting on facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell uh, today at three o'clock. We're going to be posting it three p.m. Pacific. And I urge you to share it, share it with all your non-vegan, pre-vegan friends and your vegan friends, because music is a great way, a really, really good way to get the message out in a way that doesn't make people necessarily clam up. Is that species this? close up. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a couple of seconds. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. 
Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Voice America Influencers Channel. Jane Unchained, I'm here with the amazing, daring vegan, Danny Rukin, and our wonderful little companion animal, Rico, who is, of all my uh, rescues, the most chill, so he's the one who gets to join us. And uh, we're talking about the amazing 2018 Animal Rights Conference that just wrapped up after four incredible days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, of action-packed activism at the Sheraton Gateway, LAX, right near LAX Airport. It happens every year. If you love animals, make a point of coming next year. I'm happy to say that Jane Unchained was a bronze sponsor. We had a booth. I spoke. And I debuted Jane Unchained's brand new music video, Be Kind Already. Uh, it, we premiered it there. We're going to post it at facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell at 3 o'clock Pacific. So please check it out and hit share because music is a great way to spread the message. So tell me, what were your favorite moments and share with some of the things, maybe paint a picture of it. Yeah. You know, you go in and... You've got a registration desk, and then it's like a whole city. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's like its own village. It's kind of like, you know, Burning Man (laughs) without the man and without the burning. (laughs) And it's just like, I mean, everybody's there to share. For four days, it's just intensity of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of booths. 
You've got the save movement, you know, for, for people to come and learn more about how you can in any, anywhere you are in the world, you can get involved in bearing witness and watching the animals who are just about to go to slaughter and go to the slaughterhouses, go to the trucks, go anywhere you can where you see violence and bear witness and document it. Just show it and just be really authentic and show your feelings. It's about speaking truth to power. We have the truth on our side, so we don't have anything to worry about. We just have a lot of work to do. And don't let anything get you to sidetrack you. Just find, just continue to find people who are also committed and dedicated to truth, to justice, to compassion, to equality, to unity. We are all one. So when there is suffering to anyone, it is suffering for us. So there's no point in trying to get ours and, you know, make sure that we're okay and who cares about anybody else. That world is over. That it's obvious. It's not sustainable. It doesn't work. So the, yeah. the conference rec, you know, really um, mirrored that. And we've got Danny Alexander from Texas Woo-hoo! who was at the conference. Hey, Danny. Danny. Hi, y'all. How are you? Thank you for Hi, having me on the show. Howdy. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. You cut out a little bit. Um, I, I assume that you asked me how um, my how I feel about the conference. Um, I came with uh, Renee King Sonnen from Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. We came up from Houston on Tuesday so that and stayed, you know, throughout the whole thing so that we could absorb everything that we could. Um, I consider myself a street-level activist, just kind of like a foot soldier. Um, and I like to do outreach on a one-on-one level. Everything I do is very grassroots. And for me, um, I loved all of the workshops about um, sustainable activism, coping with stress, how to mobilize your community. Um, and also it was amazing to be able to network with, um, booths like vegan outreach and the humane league and animal equality. And basically they were asking me, how can I help you? What can I send you? What do you need? And here's our contact information. Please reach out anything that we can do for you. Let me know. And that was, uh, that was amazing. That's probably the best part that I took away from the entire conference was, um, being able to network in order to expand our uh, um, and supplement our activism in Houston. Yeah, and you know that was another thing. Networking, uh, Jane Unchained, which for anybody who doesn't know, we're a digital news network for animal rights and the vegan lifestyle. And basically, it stemmed out of uh, when I was in mainstream media. I had uh, I worked at various networks over the years. And they all had news feeds. In other words, a network would have affiliates all over the country. They take the best stories from various places around the country. They put them on a feed and they just send them out. And so that's basically what we're trying to do here. We have contributors like Danny Alexander is a contributor in Texas. And you're a contributor based in Portland, Oregon. And we have about a dozen contributors in L.A. We have two in New York. And and Danny and uh, Renee Kingsonen are in Texas. And what, what happened at the conference was... We got a whole bunch of new contributors. So now we're going to have one in um, Israel. Israel. Yeah, Tel Aviv. Wow. We're going to have one in um, Chicago. We're going to have a roving correspondent who is traveling the world. I met her and she said, well, you know, I'm going to be traveling the world doing activism. I said, how would you like to be a contributor? She said, I'd love that. And so we're going to get we get these people Mm -hmm. equipment. Uh, and we uh, basically allow them to go live. So just yesterday, uh, here on Jane Unchained and Jane Unchained Facebook page, we went live at the conference. We went live at a McDonald's protest organized by the Humane League 
Mercy for Animals, and uh, one other organization. I think it was maybe Compassion Over Killing. I don't want to misspeak. Um, and then we, you went live for Jane Unchained at the Pig Vigil in downtown Los Angeles. So we had more than a I dozen lives. over 200 people at the McDonald's protest. I know you yes, were there, Dan. There were, there were 200, over 200 people at the McDonald's protest. There were over 400 people at the pig vigil in downtown LA. So by aggregating all of that and sending it out, you know, we are essentially creating a network, a network. And why is it important? Because the mainstream media isn't covering any of this. There were no reporters at the Animal Rights Conference. The biggest story of our time because animal agriculture is a leading cause of climate change responsible for more greenhouse gases than all transportation combined and the solutions were being offered at the conference namely don't eat animals don't wear them don't drink their byproducts and let's come up with alternative businesses for these ranchers we're not trying to hurt anybody we are trying to help ranchers and uh, cattlemen and dairy producers switch to um, a more sustainable business model. And all of that was happening at the conference. No mainstream media coverage. This is why organizations like Jane Unchained, which is now a 501c3, is, uh, you know, are so important. And there was a lot of uh, media there. There was... Um, Jane Unchained, and we also had Plant-Based News, yeah. and Plant-Based News interviewed me, and we talked about collaborating. So right there, um, and then Nora uh, Constance Marino, an attorney who puts on animal rights commercials on major networks, she was there. She was a pan on the panel with me. We, we both shared a table and did a panel. So we are collaborating now. So it's just like joining forces to have greater impact. You know, the possibilities are endless, just like the possibilities are endless of how much greed we're capable of and, and, um, and cruelty and suffering. Well, but the possibilities are endless with how much kindness and collaboration and creating a future that we want to be living into is available to us. And anything about, you know, like Jane was saying about alternative, um, alternative ways to make a sustainable living, right livelihood when you're giving up ways that may have been contributing to, you know, cruelty and suffering or unsustainability, it is happening. If you commit to it and you open up your eyes and your heart and your mind, you will find people who will help you, who you can help to create a better world. I mean, look at like how, coal you know we thought oh we're going to put the coal miners out of business mm -hmm. but the yeah. idea is as we grow and evolve then we put people into employment in new ways of creating sustainable alternative energy yeah in fact there is a dairy in new york called the elnhurst dairy that was several generations of, of dairy with cows and they've switched to cashew milk and almond milk and they're making a fortune they're a doing fortune. really well the elnhurst dairy so there's many ways for us to help these companies transition. And in fact, one of the people we're working with is Renee Kingsonen, who was part of a cattle ranch and who switched out and has become a sanctuary. And she's working with ranchers to help them switch out. Now, we just got some information from uh, Paige, who was uh, our, one of our Jane Unchained contributors, that Channel 7 showed up last night at the vigil. They were there. This is a breakthrough. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to that vigil <coughs> um, down there at the... Uh, pig slaughterhouse uh, where thousands of pigs are killed every night. Uh, and I keep saying, you know, what a great story. You have celebrities that show up. You've had Moby, Kat Von D, Joaquin Phoenix, 
um, all these celebrities showing up. I said, why is it that no local media shows up? Well, finally, finally, we got local media. That's a breakthrough. And it took getting four to 500 people there. And that's what we want to see. There's powers and numbers. You know, when I went to my first vigil in Los Angeles at the same place, it was about a year and a half ago. And there was, well, there was about maybe 30 of us, which is pretty impressive. Uh, but when you have more and more people there, it cannot be denied. And then yeah. it starts to become a news, news story. Yeah, eventually. Generally, for us to get... Um, and you know what? I want to jump in and get a caller. Dan, a.k.a. Indian Rock Vegan from Columbia. Dan. From, from uh, Near Matter, British Columbia. How's it going, folks? Thanks for taking the call. Sure. What's your thought or question or comment? Well, I, I just, uh, again, we uh, watched the coverage of, uh, of the conference down there. And uh, again, uh, the connectivity is so wonderful. Uh, it was nice again to see the diversity and the people from everywhere. Uh, I was happy to see we had a lot of Canadian representatives as well, too, at the conference. Uh, Sean and I, we spent some time down in L.A., and uh, certainly we would have loved to have come this year. Uh, you know, we speak about the connectivity, and certainly we are so much stronger united. Um, certainly, again, the exponential growth of the use of social media for the movement is certainly it's, it's visible. Uh, we're up here in British Columbia, and we, we travel out to Alberta, and a couple of the other Canadian provinces, and, and um, the the mainstream uh, issue, uh, things are certainly growing there. We came back into uh, town here on the oh, long weekend here, of course, it was Canada, July 1st. We saw um, another restaurant advertisement, which was uh, on one of their boards on, on the long weekend here, new vegan options. So, again, it's not just us in the echo chamber. Certainly, we're, we're starting to see things happen. Definitely. Well, you know, you make a very good point, Dan, and I, I thank you for calling in and I thank you for all you work, the work you do in British Columbia. And it makes me good to see that you're watching the feeds of what we were putting out from the conference, because not everybody can attend the conference. Not every vegan no, and animal activist and animal lover can attend the conference. So was it helpful to you to have the feeds? Oh, definitely. We've been uh, we've been fans of yours, and and uh, again, the the networking that's happening uh, is is very very useful. Uh, just quickly as well, too. The next big event here in Canada uh, next weekend, July fourteenth, on Parliament Hill, is a Nation Rising rally uh, with the speakers uh, featured speakers James Aspie, Salish Rao. Uh, Dr. David Jenkins and uh, Sean and I uh, delivering a message to our federal government uh, looking for an end to um, animal agriculture subsidies, uh, assisting our farmers in transitioning to plant-based agriculture and making plant-based foods more accessible to all our communities, in particular indigenous and isolated posts uh, around the country. But again, like I said, we're so glad to see uh, the work that you guys are doing, that everybody's doing, and then our connectivity that we're working together. Thank you, Dan, a.k.a. Indian Rock Vegan from British Columbia. Uh, so excited that you're doing that work. You mentioned a, very, a couple of very important points. One, that casual dining is changing, and there's so many vegan options that are coming in. We are mainstreaming veganism. So the way I look at it, you show the problem. Okay, you show here. I'm going to hand you a little yeah. Rico for a couple of minutes. Uh, you show the problem, right? You show uh, the, the just the the barbarism of animal agriculture by going live at vigils as Danny did last night for Jane Unchained, as somebody did the day before yesterday from Buenos Aires. We now have a contributor from Buenos Aires who got incredible video of a live of 
cows going to slaughter and there, there weren't any barriers. He was right there showing 50, 60 cows in two trucks. It was gut-wrenching. So we show the problem, but we also show the solution. We show fabulous food. That's why we do Lunch Break Live. We have uh, a woman coming over today to do Lunch Break Live here, um, showcasing great vegan cooking. Every single day, we offer a Lunch Break Live vegan cooking show. So we're showing the positive and the problem. You know, you, you, you have to, I feel, offer a solution, not just say, oh, what you're doing is wrong. It's like, here, here's another way. So that's where we try to keep our coverage balanced, uh, 50% or, or less, um, you know, but some showing the problem and then sh- some showing the solution. So that is super, super important. On the other side of the break, I want to get your thoughts on the film that premiered uh, last night uh, at this conference uh, or the night before last, uh, Dominion. And this is a film that I think is going to rock our world. I hope that it gets on uh, Netflix. I pray that it gets on Netflix because when people see this, if you can eat meat or consume dairy after watching this footage, and this Chris Del Force uh, is a, a genius and a gutsy guy uh, who went in in Australia undercover and just put hidden cameras to show what happens inside and uh, risked his own life. And uh, the footage, if you can, if you can participate after that, then I, I have to say there's, there's, there's mental issues involved because it's the most brutal, hideous, horrific, horrific system. It's just mean, cruel, violent, awful. And I'm not saying that because I have any, you know, gee, I wish it wasn't. I wish all these animals died nice, peaceful deaths instead of writhing to death. And loved. Yeah. Know, you know. I mean, <laughs> what, what, do, do I make a commission by anybody going vegan? No. Uh, you know, it, it's about a moral issue, a moral issue. There is right and there is wrong. And torturing animals unnecessarily, torturing anyone unnecessarily is morally wrong. This is about ethics. If you're a religious person, you could ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Or what would whatever religion you ascribe to, what would the um, spiritual leaders of that particular uh, religion or denomination, what would they say? By the way, today, if Jesus were alive today, he would be considered a radical animal rights activist. Because the one thing that is the most historically documented about the life of Jesus Christ is that he went into the temple in Jerusalem and he fought with the money changers and he chased out the animals that were destined for sacrifice from the temple in Jerusalem. Today, he would be considered a radical animal rights activist who would be probably trying to rescue chickens from an overturned truck. And there is no evidence in the Bible of him eating meat, okay? And so I think that people who are of Christian beliefs Uh, should think about what would Jesus do when you're looking at the video of institutionalized cruelty to 50 to 60 billion animals. And we can't even wrap our head around that. Imagine 50 to 60 Ricos stuck in crates the size of their bodies, never able to turn around. When I first saw pig gestation crates, I said to myself, this cannot be real. This has to be some kind of sick, sick, joke that somebody's playing on me. You, nobody would design a system that would keep thousands of pigs in warehouses in crates the size of their bodies, 
not able to turn around till they go psychotic. Nobody would do that on purpose, but that's precisely what is being done. Precisely. Look, Google pig gestation crates. It will come up on Google right now. Pigs who have a higher IQ than dogs kept in crates the size of their bodies, just the size of their bodies, unable to turn around. Why? Because you can fatten them up faster. You can control them better. And these animals are often six months old when they are sent to slaughter. And the females are kept in these gestation crates where they are bred over and over again. And by the way, feminists out there, none of these animals are making love. They are all sexually violated, as are the males. There are machines to masturbate them so that they have ejaculation, and that ejaculant is then shoved inside these animals. Whether you're talking about cows or, or, or other animals, they are not making love. They are you could say nicely, artificially inseminated, they are sexually violated. Okay, so think about that, feminists. Okay, we're going to take a brief break on Voice America Radio, but we're going to continue on on Facebook. Uh, Join us in one second. We're going to talk a little bit about what's next. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron. Author, publisher, and life mentor broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. Voice America Influencers, we're doing a recap of the AR Conference. Do we still have Hope from Liberation LA on? Hope? Hi, Jane. Hey, how you doing? Another Hi. member of the Jane Unchained team who is an incredible editor who edited the video that we are going to debut on facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell today at 3 p.m. Pacific. Go ahead, Hope. 
Hi, Jane. Well, I really enjoyed the show so far. Thank you for having me on. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, how amazing the conference was and how important I feel it is to take everything that we've learned and absorbed from the conference and then apply that to action. And I feel like that's a skill that, you know, is almost separate from learning the, the theory of animal rights. Applying those theories into action is um, somewhat of a separate but very important and vital skill in terms of advancing the movement. Um, so I wanted to know, uh, I guess, what your thoughts were in terms of uh, how you, what kind of activism you think is best. And um, I also wanted to quickly talk a little bit about the fact that Liberation Los Angeles is actually currently having a march right now um, at around 11 o'clock. We're going to be having a march where we're going to be marching um, down uh, Virgil, and we're going to be going to L.A. Fresh Poultry, a slaughterhouse, where we're going to be sort of showing this final act of collective solidarity for all of these people who are concluding the conference and are like at this incredible high from being at the conference. So I want to know like what your thoughts on like applying theory to action were and yeah. Well, thank you Hope. And by the way, yes, you do a great job as a brilliant video editor. I was so happy when I thank ran you. into Hope and realized, oh my God, I found the editor I'm looking for. And (laughs) with Liberation Los Angeles. And guess what? We have a contributor, Patrizia Barreto, who is on her way to the Liberation Los Angeles March. Consider this like a newsroom. Like for many years, I was Mm -hmm. I I worked with assignment editors. I didn't decide where I was going to go. The assignment editors say you're going to go down there to such and such corner and you're going to do a story on X, Y, Z. You know, an acid spill, a fire, a murder, uh, a, a political story. Well, now I get to assign people or they volunteer for assignments. So I just got a text that Patricia Barreto is on her way to the Liberation Los Angeles March. So um, we will bring that live coverage to you. And um, what I say is everybody's kind of got to do what they're good at. And um, if you're you're a great editor, so you're contributing not only being an activist on the street, because I see you on the streets doing protests, but you're also contributing with one of the most important skills that we need in this movement, video editing. (laughs) We need more video editors. If you're going to take a course, don't take a course on oil painting. Take a course on video editing because we desperately need more video editors. So, but whatever you've got a knack for, uh, do it. Now, how do you take your incredible career and you put it in to activism? And I'll take Rico. Okay. Well, (laughs) you know, so I really have a strong belief that when we when we know how to bring out the best in ourselves and the best in others, anything is possible. And when we realize that, you know, that we're all in this together, you know, that the mindset is not about how, you know, when we don't come from a fear based place and we can really realize that, you know, the power of one, then I think that anything is possible. And that's just what. Let me ask yeah. you, you are a, yeah. uh, a consultant yeah. by trade. Yeah. So you talk executives. to people in executives in ginormous corporations, some of the leading corporations in America mm-hmm. and the world, mm-hmm. and you guide them when they're having issues or they, they need guidance. Just like we go to a counselor. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Billions, the TV show, but uh, it's a hedge fund and they have an on-site shrink and they go in when they need motivation. I'm you're, one of you're those. Not, you're one of those. <laughs> and you do a great job, but you're also able to use those psychological techniques to help spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I, I coach executives, tech executives, and executive teams, CEOs of companies all over, a lot of big name companies, a lot of startups too. And the idea is, is that 
you know, people are all the same everywhere. And what, what we want to realize is that when we just <clears throat> shift our mindset from trying to think that w- from coming away from our own perspective and realizing that everybody else has a very real perspective and that when you see you get together and you decide together what it is you want to create together. And then together you resolve the challenges. I just, there's just no other way that that's the only way we are going to survive and thrive on this planet is if we build each other up, support each other, see the best in each other, give assume the best in each other and fill ourselves with compassion. What I'm hearing you say is almost like, the same techniques that you use to help uh, America's top executives deal with whatever issues they're going through at work, we need to use those same psychological techniques to help people make the leap to a plant-based diet because so much of it is just the psychological resistance where it's the fear of the new and unknown. And the irony is that a vegan diet isn't new, it's the oldest diet on the planet, And nobody, we didn't have fast food joints until the mid-1950s. That's when it began. And it wasn't even popular until the 70s. It wasn't ubiquitous until the 70s. Um, So the, the idea that we're in resistance to our original diet. You know, they talk about the paleo diet. And they actually found a paleo skeleton, one of the oldest recently. And they examined what was between the man's teeth. It wasn't me. It was vegetables. Okay. People didn't have factory farming. They didn't have easy access to animals. If they wanted animals, they had to go out and hunt them for a long period of time. And a lot of times they came home empty and they would eat vegetables. And even in our agrarian era, it was mostly vegetables with the treat of occasional meat. This is the first time in history that people are eating meat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then when you present them with veganism, for them to say, oh, I don't know, I'm whatever it is they are. I'm from the South, or I'm from Boston, or I'm from Mexico, or I'm from Ireland, or I'm from Puerto Rico. Just get honest with yourself. Yeah, just you get don't want to stop yourself. doing it because you like it, and that's not a good enough But reason. they don't even like it. It's conditioning. They're it's conditioning. brainwashed. I know. Once you stop eating it. It's, it's not a question of like. It's a question of, I'll leave you with this because we're running out of time. We're all part of the factory farming system. This is what the brilliant Dr. Salesh Rao said, and it clicked. When we start to realize that we're all being exploited, they need us to eat this bad food in order for us to get sick. So then we need to take the drugs. We need to take the cholesterol-lowering drugs because we've eaten too much cholesterol by eating meat and dairy. Cholesterol-lowering drugs are a multi, multi, multi billion dollar industry. If we stop eating meat, which we have, we're not going to need cholesterol. My cholesterol plummeted. I had very high cholesterol, very because I had a lot of cheese, a lot of dairy, a lot of ice cream, and a lot of all the you know animal flesh. Yeah, my cholesterol has plummeted. If we stop, we all switch to a plant based diet. Men wouldn't need erectile dysfunction (laughs) pills because. It, the vessels in the penis, just like the vessels to the heart, get clogged with plaque. Plaque comes from um, cholesterol. Cholesterol is only in animal products. You look at any plant-based product, it has zero cholesterol. You can test it out. Go to the supermarket yourself. There's no cholesterol in plants or fruits. There's, it just doesn't exist. So all of these pills that they're selling us, 
they wouldn't be able to sell us the surgeries, the stent operations. Watch what the health, what the health. You can see it online. You can see it, I think, still on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it lays out how even the so-called, the nonprofits that are searching for cures, they're all taking money from the meat and dairy industry, and they don't want to talk about diet. Uh, the guy from the Diabetes Association jumps up and throws down the microphone and says, I won't talk about diet and runs out of the room <laughs> in the film because they're taking money. So I want to also give a shout out to Jen Riley, Don Moncrief, oh, yeah. and all the other uh, women who put together an incredible conference. I think it was the best ever. They did an amazing job. As always. Just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And we were honored that Jane Chain was a bronze sponsor and we'll do it again next year. And thank you for joining us and spread the word, share this video and together we can help the world survive. Okay. We need to change our diet in the next few years or we're not going to have a planet. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.